The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Hello, guys. Today is Tuesday, December 12th. Derek Eagleton is still vacationing in the Bahamas. Um, we hope he's Lacker. having fun over there. Uh, we still have Nick and Dave grinding it away. You're damn right you do. That's right. Bahamas? Is that where he is? Yeah, he's at the Bahamas. We're down here fighting for our lives. Seven and six ball club trying to find a way into the playoffs, and Derek's just taking a run around Central Park somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's he was real excited to take a run around Central Park. That's what he wanted to do. What yeah. That's what he's well, doing. He's in New York. He says he's in meetings, but he was touring. I think it was Statue of Liberty stuff like that. Selfies. Bum. We'll find out. He'll be back tomorrow with us. I think today's episodes. Episode maybe eighty nine, something like that. We're good. It's and probably accurate. Yeah, something it's probably like in that. the eighties. We'll just go. Eric's ahead. not here, so the number of people that care what episode it is is down to zero. Down to he zero. tweeted at me about it this morning, wanting to make sure I got it right. And, you, and you didn't even read it. No, he was asking me what episode number is it. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Say if you want to tell people what episode number it is, maybe you come do your job. Right. Hey, there's probably people out there that that know that because the other day when we uh, played this horrible drop from me, um, <laughs> I got a lot of people that replied back with their theory of what it was. Because he's got an ass. Yeah, there it is. There it is. So good. It's so <laughs> most of the people, the majority of people, think that I was referring to Ron Leary. Yeah. But I, I still don't think... That, that was the problem, though. He didn't have one. That's why his pants would fall down. So why would you have said that? It's a decent point. That's a, that is a good point. Crack reporter there, Kent I, Garrison, <laughs> on, the, on the call. I still think it's DeMarco. Oh. I do, too. I don't think I would have said that about an offensive lineman. But maybe, maybe in that, you know, like, who's better, Leary or Collins? Why do you think he's better? And I, maybe I said that, but... Remember now, Douglas had this drop for a while, and he's been saving it. So this seems like it's got some. Douglas has a good memory. He might, he might know. Like yeah. he might just be able to be like, "Oh yeah, you're talking about Demarco." Yeah, because he's got an ass. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. All right, okay, do, guys. Do, does Dave have a drop? I mean, do we have anything like that on Dave? I mean, the one that Lord they... knows you've said a thousand things. The one Douglas always liked to pull out on me was, "Do I look oh. like I suck?" Well, you just created one baby, <laughs> right. right there. You created that when you were when you're not on uh, hanging with the boys or on air anymore. Oh, that's we too bad. Rated all the Dave drops. That's okay. Oh, well, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad we got that discussion in. So let's find out big picture now. What's gonna happen, Nick? What's so funny? Dave you okay knows. there. Dave knows. I do know, and I'm just choosing not to acknowledge it. I asked him to recreate a drop, and he just created one right then. Okay, let's keep going. Move forward. Come on, bus driver. Okay. <laughs> Big picture. What's happening now? Uh, obviously, we already know that the Cowboys must win all the remaining games in order to attempt to make it into the playoffs. Uh, what's going on in the division? Is that, well, in the division. Division's over. We, obviously, the Eagles have clinched yes, they have. their title. And now, the biggest thing that comes to, to, for me, when it comes to the division is 
Where are the Packers going to finish? Like, are they going to finish second in their division? Because I'm sure, once again, the Cowboys are going to finish second, probably, and have to face them. Theoretically, I'm looking at the standings right Well, Lions. The theor- Theoretically, I guess they could still finish first. Like, the the, the Vikings are 10-3. and three. Uh, they have a three and one division record. The Packers are two and two. They still there's a lot of division games still to play there. So I don't think you see them running the table. You see Aaron Rodgers definitely starting. That well, they, I, mean, I know he can come off of the. They have not released that information yet. Like McCarthy had a big press conference yesterday where they were basically like, "Yeah, we don't know yet. We're still evaluating him." Um, you know, we need an answer soon, obviously, because we got to start practicing and stuff. But can't. What was that stat you told me on the plane? About yeah. Rogers is one and seven in overtime in his career, and Brett Hundley's two and zero. It's awesome. That's awesome. He's gonna come back, start the game. They're gonna go to overtime. They're gonna be like, "Hey, Aaron, uh, we're going to the bullpen here. Uh, Hundley's two and zero. You you don't really have success here. That's. Right? I mean, that's that go, goes over well. He wins it in regulation. He didn't need overtime I most doubt, of the time. I <laughs> doubt it. How, how, do we know that? Rogers. I'm talking about right now. I know. We do know it. Yeah. Lewis yeah. Lois knows it. We know it. We're right there. <laughs> um, just one game. You know what's funny? Like that, like the one game, one play, one, you want that, them sure. to run the ball and don't score right there sure. and take off the time. Sure. How, I mean, it's so funny how it's just one game at the time and then we got 12 more. But now you fast forward to now and you're sitting at seven and six. If you were at eight and five and you had a win over the Packers. Well, obviously they're out of it. The Packers would have been out probably. Um, you know what's wild to me? I I made this point the other or yesterday. You don't even have to be eight and five if you if you go if you go into the six game Zeke suspension and you're like you're gonna go three and three, but you flip those results so that you beat Atlanta and you lose to Oakland. Let's say and you're still seven. Kansas and six. City. Yeah, you or, trade the Kansas City Atlanta game. Well, that was before, oh, before he got Z, suspended, before Z, but yeah, yeah. yeah, or you know, you 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 beat. Yeah, just say Oakland. What was the other win beside? They've won two games. Yeah, you flip Oakland and Atlanta. You're still seven and six, but you're feeling way better about yourself. Sure, NFC you know, record. A lot better about yourself than you do right now. Uh, so that I mean, that's the nature of the NFL. But to your point, Amber. Cowboys can't win the East. They, we said yesterday. I think the official statistic is four percent, and a lot of people have tweeted me about that, and I get it. It's a little misleading because if you win all three of your games, that percentage shoots way up. But that's part of, you know, it, it's five thirty-eight. It's the company that predicts the election all the time. Um, but that's part of it. Is the odds that they win all three of their games right. and get. The breaks they need sit somewhere at about. It's like 4%. when you're playing fantasy and they, and they uh, maybe it's on like Yahoo or something. And it says the you got 90 percent chance of winning, and the next thing you know, it goes down to 75 because someone scored a touchdown. Yeah, all you it's need like, is for Le'Veon Bell to have a 40 yard touchdown. Right, and I then mean, you're like, what happened here? So that would obviously change if they if they can get this win. I mean, this is this is the game. I mean, this is the one where I I think that you know it's going to be it will be a tough game for the Cowboys. And it's a tough place to play, and I mean they haven't won. A regular season game up here. I mean, this is a misleading stat, but they haven't won a regular season game in Oakland in 22 years. But they've only played there like twice, I would guess. Yeah, because something weird happened, and I don't know why, but something weird happened in the 2009. I think I actually I do know the answer to that. Is which something to do with baseball? No, when the Rams played in St. Louis, there was some kind of rule that teams weren't allowed to go to Seattle and Oakland at this in the same year or something like that. Like, and so 
a whole bunch of stuff got shuffled around to keep teams from having to take, you know, so many long, long road trips. I got you. It affected the Cowboys. The Cowboys, I mean, because they played Kansas City in 2009 and with the Miles Austin game and then 2013 and Oakland played in 2009 and 13 at home. Both of those games uh, were Thanksgiving Day games. So it somehow they haven't played in in uh, Oakland since 2005. A great game, by the way. Well, no, I was going to say. It's still going to be think, very difficult. It's going to be. Oh, hell yeah. It's beyond, I mean, it's past their control at this. I mean, it's been past their control. Uh, yeah. Even if they win all the games, you can't really control what the other teams. That's right. At this, you're right. At this point, they do not control their own destiny. I don't think you would say that. No, no. Because no. if everyone, if it falls right. The, the, you need all these brands, but I guess, you know. Not yet, but I mean, I'm sure if it gets down to it, I think if they win this game, you know, I think if, if they win this game and they win and, and they go and beat Seattle, I would I would imagine that if I still think they're going to get in at ten and six if if the, this scenario happens. Well, it's going to be fun because it's. I mean, this is why the NFL sets the schedule up this way. Like this, the schedule is just backloaded with games that are going to determine this. I mean, Panthers play the Packers this week. Uh, the Saints play the Falcons again. The Seahawks play the Rams. So I mean, you're talking three or four games that are going to directly the. I think the Lions play the Bears. That's not really very sexy, but but they'll lose. Maybe I mean, the Lions. I mean, the Lions want to lose. They want to lose every game. Just teams don't always. I don't take them seriously. I don't either. Sorry, Detroit Lions fans that might be listening. But, um, but yeah. So I mean, this stuff is all. Uh, oh, oh no! I'm sorry. Atlanta plays Tampa, right? And then where's our sheet? Had that sheet schedule. It's okay. Okay. Um, we're talking about but oh Seattle. You know what? The thing with Seattle is they're they're pretty much taken care of, right? From a Cowboys standpoint, they lost that one game. They lost the game they need to. And so so now if the Cowboys went out, Seattle's not really not really worried about Seattle. No, because if this if the Cowboys beat the Seahawks, that would drop them to six losses, and you have head to head as long as you went out. Yeah, that's in, in fact. You know, everyone keeps talking about Atlanta. How you have to get two games up on Atlanta, but I've said I feel like I've said this a thousand times. If you can get into a three-way tie, and and let's say Seattle is one of them, Atlanta, Seattle, and I don't know, did they play? If they play, that Atlanta might, and Seattle did play. Did um, Atlanta win? I don't remember. Be a lot better if Seattle head. won. I don't remember off the top. Because I'm telling you, the Cowboys are going to have a pretty good record in the division. They're going to be eight and four in the in, in the conference, and that that's going to help them. There's not there's going to be some teams with with a record worse than that. Yeah, those two losses in the AFC are going to come out to be pretty good. It really, I mean, look at us just talking like it's going to be ten and six, like without a doubt. It's just well, be ten and six. You have to to even entertain the right. thought of making the playoffs. Yeah, I'm on. I mean, on if I had to bet on it right now, I don't. I don't know that I think that they'll get there. I don't know that I think that they'll win all three of these games. But like I said yesterday, you only have to win one before the whole dynamic changes. I mean, this is a completely different team with Ezekiel Elliott, right? And so. that's that's what I think that we're forgetting. Sometimes we're kind of we got, you know, knee deep into this funk of November, and that's like this team's not very good. And well, right, that team wasn't very good. The team that didn't have Zeke didn't. I mean, we know who are th- the three best, the three most viable players on the team are. Like we we know who they are now. There's no doubt that yeah. Zeke, it's Tyron, it's Sean Lee, and you don't have them in, in Atlanta. You get thrashed. Yep. You don't. Tyron did not come back in Philly, right? No. How many games did they lose with Zeke here? 
Three. Zeke here. Yeah. Five and three. With five and three when yeah. he left. I don't know. It'll be, it'll be tough. Even with him coming back, I mean, the one thing that this team hasn't been good at this season is consistency. I, it's hard to see them winning out all this game back right. to back, back to back, if they haven't been able to be consistent all season. I agree with that. Yeah. But, the, you know, they did. They had it. everybody when they got their doors blown off in Denver. That's true. They had everybody. That's true. I. I, I that's the one game, and you can go back to many years, and just this one game that's just, it makes no sense. There's nothing about that game that makes any sense at all. The Denver, Denver sucks. They're a really bad football team. They're 4 9, I think. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't know what it was about the game. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna be a believer in the, the altitude. altitude. I'm gonna be a believer. I mean, what else is blame there? it on the altitude? Blame it on the lightning delay. I, I don't, don't know. I mean, blame it on the rain. We always that's a song. Yeah, it is. We always joke about like like 80 yards is a bad day for Ezekiel Elliott, and he had eight that day. Eight, eight yards on that's nine carries. I think <laughs> the whole. But no, I mean, yeah, like it's a it's a good point, Amber, and that's you know. It, but I think that they they did get they did win three in a row. They did, and they also lost three in a row. I know. I know. It's I, streaky. I mean, you can't. But that the thing that scares me going into this Oakland game is you can't just throw that out because that's the team. I mean, I know they have Sean yeah. Lee. I know they have Sean Lee, and that makes a difference. And Hitchens, and Hitchens undefeated. <laughs> they are four zero when they both play, but. You know, I, I don't know how much stock do you put in to two convincing wins against teams. I mean, is was, New York was a, it became a good win. I don't know if convincing is the right word. Like convincing, you should probably dominate from beginning to end, and that's definitely not what happened in New York on Sunday. I just I just think it, it's a goes just another example of just don't beat yourself. Just just you know make sure that you you take care of the ball, take care of what you need to do. And and by the end of the game, you should be winning these games. Now, they don't have another team on the schedule like that, though. There's not anybody that you're just head and shoulders better than talent wise. That's what, and, and that's the thing that bothers me. Yeah, I mean, you're going on the road to play, and I like I said, I think I said this yesterday too. Like Oakland is probably even more disappointed with the way their season has gone than the Cowboys are mm-hmm. because they didn't have the suspension or any of that type of stuff. They got their MVP caliber quarterback back. And it's just been bad for them. I mean, they're six and seven. They're five and six in the AFC, which is not the AFC's weak. It looks like they're two and three in the division, and the division isn't as strong as it looked when the season started. Um, but I mean, they still have beast mode. Carr's still there. I don't know what's going on with Cooper, but Jared Cook, who Cowboys fans should remember, is there. Like this is this is a better team than the two that the Cowboys have beaten the last two weeks. You know, in last night's game, if it proved anything, it just shows that, you know, the teams that are that are still fighting, that are hungry. How about that? How about my guy? Jay How about Cutting? that, Amber? <laughs> Can you believe that? Can you believe what happened last night? Nope, I cannot. You're just speechless. You don't even want to talk about How it. About that? <laughs> How about that? How about that? Jay. Yep. Jay freaking Cutler, like probably one of the best three games of his career, honestly. When you think about yeah. it, yeah. Outdueled Tom Brady. Their defense just beat him up. Yeah, they did. Hey, your guy, Xavier Howard. Nice day. All right. Well, yeah. now we that we've discussed all that, it'll be very, very tough for the Cowboys, but the possibility is still out there. So see, I'm 
it's it, it's a tough it's a tough hill to climb and it's a total cliche but like it really is as easy as just thinking about this Oakland game like you really can't get day by day you I mean at least week by week you don't have to go Wednesday Thursday Friday like Garrett likes to do but like if you can win this game then there's every reason to hope that the last two weeks will look nothing like what we've seen over the last six you know like i mean if you can just compartmentalize it and not worry about it and the other nice thing i thought about this too um i think the falcons play on monday night this week but you're playing sunday night so you'll get to sit back and watch and see you know all these other games as they happen so like by the time the cowboys kick off on sunday night this week you'll have a pretty good idea of who has helped you and who hasn't so can you please ask jason garrett that in the press conference so uh ask coach <laughs> you're getting ready on sunday like you think like you'll kind of have an eye on the tvs uh, will the players know what <laughs> that we're just going to take it day by day that would go over well oh man he's going to give you the, yeah he'll he, give you that smile that friend. I think he'd give. You, I think he'd give you the the. Give HS. The, the no, I don't know how calculated smile. all of our decisions are. Hey, whatever. That might be awkward. Did you see Belichick's post game last night? Yes. That was brutal. Yep. I'm glad I don't have to deal with that every week. Yeah. That was his. But but I think my my point to that is is that you know the Dolphins are still alive, right? Yeah, theoretically. I mean, still hanging in there. They're they're there somewhere. So Oakland is still hanging in there. I mean, that that's the thing and that's the Cowboys are still are hanging yeah. in there. That that's why these these games are are tough. I mean, the, the playoffs have have begun for some of these teams, Miami being one of them, the Cowboys are another, Oakland now is another one. And, you know, Seattle might begin to that mode too where it's going to be a desperate game. That Christmas Eve game's going to be fun. I mean, there's only there's oh, first of all, yeah, but okay, the Eagles have clinched their playoff spot. And I guess maybe the Falcons probably, I mean, sorry, the Vikings feel pretty good that they're going to make the playoffs. Everybody else, it's like, I mean, the the Saints are nine and four and they have no breathing room whatsoever. There's no way that the Eagles will be clinched anything, right? Definitely not true. They can clinch, they can at least clinch a bye this week, if not home field throughout. This week? Yeah. How? Because they're 11 and three, they're 11 and two. They're eleven and two, yeah. Okay. They'd be twelve and two. I I re- I don't know, but you think that they if they win they get at least a buy. I know because yeah because then the only team that can be better than them is uh, Minnesota with three losses because and that loss to the that loss to the Chiefs is big for them right because that that, that means they don't. So have a- they're in pretty. I mean, all right, they're not in great shape because they don't have their quarterback, but <laughs> they're in pretty good shape as far as making the playoffs go. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. If you want to give us a call, you can call us at 214-872-2102 or hit us on Twitter at Cowboys Break. We'll be back. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. 
AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. Back to the break. All right, guys, we are back uh, to our second segment on the break. We're going to talk some Pro Bowl. I believe this is the last week for voting. So we're going to discuss who from the Cowboys do you guys think will make the Pro Bowl? You know, there have been years where it's been that funny joke where they finished, what, six, they had six wins, four wins. Uh, A few years ago, they had, what, just four Four. wins? Yeah. Uh, I think they had six Pro Bowlers on that team. Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. There, there's been some where they they've had more Pro Bowlers than they had victories. Um, this year, they had seven wins. Probably going to be what ten? I mean, that's that's pretty much what we're we're predicting, right? Mm, I'm not ready to go. <laughs> They'll be down that road. seven and ten. They won't have that many Pro Bowlers though. Yeah, I would be. So I'm that's, looking. Sorry, go ahead. I'm just saying. I'm looking at, at the. I'm kind of just jotting some names down here. Some guys that. Definitely are going to make it. Uh, and then there's right. some others. That we- I'm curious. Like, and that's the, I don't mean this in a mean way, but just the way this season's gone, like there's a lot of – okay, for instance, Sean Lee's played at a Pro Bowl level, but probably for not enough games to make it. Same thing goes for Ezekiel Elliott. So, like, what I like, who who do you think is a lock? I think De- Demarcus Lawrence is a lock. Yes. I think he's okay. 14 and a half sacks, and even though his little – Tyrade the other day. I, I I don't think that's going to affect him really. He laws a lock. Yeah, he's leading the league in sacks. That's pretty much the only real lock. As I'm looking at the, I want to. sounded like you had a few locked down already. Not not <laughs> lock locks, but I'm not going to dismiss Zeke. I mean, oh. okay, he's got he's he's fourth in the NFC in rushing. It so probably depends on what he does in the last. Well, no, it doesn't because voting ends this week. Never mind. Right. I mean, and Jay Ajayi's fifth, but a lot of those came from the Dolphins. Yeah. So Carlos Hyde's behind him. Blunt's behind him. Freeman. So, I mean, in front of him, Gurley, Howard from the Bears, Ingram from New Orleans. Kamara. I'm talking about just. Uh, well, I mean, but. They're, yeah. That's true. I mean, he's a running back, and he's got 608 rushing yards, but he's got a lot more all-purpose yards than that. I would bet he makes it, too. Yeah, he, prob- he probably will. But, I mean, Zeke's at 783. He's been sitting there, and I mean, he, he could maybe get to 1,000. How many how many touchdowns does he have? Seven. I mean, that's tied for third in, in the conference. I mean, so his numbers are, are, are going to be good enough, especially if he can have a couple of a nice games here. And especially because, uh, you know, one of those guys will probably go to the Super Bowl, if yeah. So could be Zeke. So it could be. 
Probably not. So just don't dismiss him. I'm not uh, writing him off, but... But he, here's a couple more that are pretty good locks, I think. Zach Martin. Okay. I mean, he's, he's, he's going to make it probably every year that he breathes. And then Travis <laughs> Frederick. Yeah. I mean, those two right there. So I think those three are, are in. Now, Tyron Smith. See, that's... And again, I don't mean it in a mean way, but... That I mean, that's that's almost like a reputation thing. Like once you once you get in once or twice, then the snowball just starts rolling, and you're a known name, and everybody knows how good you are. And don't get me wrong, how many like, games has he missed? Two, two, I think he missed two games. And but even I mean, one of them like records were broken. It's a good point. So well, it just shows like just how good he is. That's like the old argument though that like you know Peyton Manning should have been 2011 NFL MVP because like, he missed. I know he didn't play a game, but I mean. I think you can miss. What's the cutoff of g- games you could miss and still be a pro bowler? I I would guess like three, three or four. Well, yeah. he's missed two, and one of them his value was was definitely on display. Yeah. So no, I mean, that's you know what point. I'm going to move him back up to the he, lock. I, <laughs> his lockdown. I yeah. think I think the three of them, and and they're great players. Don't get me wrong, but like I said, like once the snowball gets rolling, and once you're kind of established as like known names in the NFL, it's it's easier to make it in. Now on the on the plane the other day, uh, or maybe it was on the bus. I don't remember. We were talking about this, um, and uh, quarterback. Now three, you have to be probably in the top six, maybe to even be considered on yeah. this. And I'm looking at at the quarterbacks. Some point here. Here we go. Um, and he's really not in the top six of the NFC because you know somebody's going to go to the Super Bowl. Well, one, one of the guys is out now. Wentz, Wentz will he'll still make the pro, the Pro Bowl. He'll be announced. I mean, he won't go. Yeah. He won't go. So he, he's out. So uh, as long as the Eagles don't go to the Super Bowl, that means somebody else in this group of Breeze and Goff and Keenum is. Russell Wilson, maybe. Russell, Russell Wilson's Wilson definitely, definitely going to make the Pro Bowl. But, you know, you got to remember, you have a couple of guys like that, and then Aaron Rodgers probably won't play in the game. If, if Even if he gets picked, I don't think he would. I be. don't think he would make it anyway. So so I think I think right now, if you just had to pick three guys from the NFC, and go ahead and pick four because Wentz will not make it. So I'm thinking, what, Russell Wilson, Breeze, Goff? Sounds about right. Ace Keenum? Keenum, Stafford, Ryan, Cam. I mean, you could throw any of them in there. That's, I mean, let's be perfectly honest. Like, and I said, I mean, Dak's numbers were incredible at about mm. the midpoint of October. I thought, I thought he was having a really great season. But since the Zeke suspension, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to argue too hard that I think he should be in the Pro Bowl based on the way this, all this has gone. You Just know? saying, as my man Rod Smith said. Don't be surprised. <laughs> never, well, never bet against the Cowboys to get guys in the yeah. Pro Bowl anyway. I mean, that's that much is obvious. Well, like he's you a just fun, said. he's a fun player to watch, and you know, if if you get to the point where he's an alternate and you want to put him in, I, I could see that 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 helps the NFL if a guy like Dak Prescott goes in there. Sure, I've seen it, so I wouldn't would definitely dismiss him. Now, you you just said we had like seven the year they won four games, right? Yeah. So it, it, oh. Uh, wait, hold on, hold on. Before right. you get into other names, okay, I'm gonna. I think you're gonna go down a different road here. So just, just uh, a second. All right. You gonna name another player? I was going to. Hold on, just a second. So back in the summer, we do this thing called 20 questions. 20 questions. You guys should be familiar with this. We, you know, basically we do it so we can have some content while everyone's going on vacation. 
20 questions each day. We, we pick a, a topic. One of the, the questions was, which player in 2017 will make his first Pro Bowl? So, oh, first Pro Bowl. So, I, I went remember, down. I remember what my answer was. Okay. It's bad. I don't think it. I don't think it is bad. I think it's Taco. pretty good. No. Nope. Really? He wasn't on the list there. All right. So, Rob, for late, he played the game, and he said Lyle Collins. Not a bad guess. Not a bad one. I thought I said it yesterday. I think he's playing really well. I'm, he is. He is playing really well. I don't especially. know if it's at a Pro Bowl level. I don't know if they'll, they'll put three or four in there, but maybe. Brian stayed with the same last name and went with Malik Collins. Yep. Which at the time looked really good, and yep, he was one of the two or three players we just kind of missed on from training camp. Just saying, man, he's going to have a great year. He just hasn't. He's had a bum foot. I'm bum not foot. Trying to make excuses for him a little but. bit. Yeah, really. Think about it. when's the last time Malik has really made a play, anything. Oh yeah, no, I know. Positive, not yeah. like I've been offside. I don't remember the last time he like really flashed. And yeah. might have been the summer. Um, remember when in the in the break when I was like, "What am I doing?" Yeah, you know, I picked Jeff Heath. Um, ah. I said one way or another. <laughs> I thought he would be kind of a special, special teams. teams guy. Hey, he's leading the team in picks, man. Come yeah. on. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, but he's not making the Pro Bowl because um, even the Cowboy fans don't like him. See, that's the thing. I mean, mm. you got to have your own fan base like him, and they, yeah. they do not. You picked Chris Jones. Oh, I see. I thought I picked Malik Collins. I guess you I changed Chris my mind. Chris Jones. All right. Way to go, me. That's the one player that, it, it, other than Demarcus Lawrence, that's the one player that absolutely deserves to make the if I could, yeah. If I could – because – Demarcus Lawrence is gonna get paid out the wazoo no yeah. matter what. Like he'll be okay. If I could like stand on the table for anybody, it would be Chris Jones. He has had the the most consistently awesome season of anybody on this team. He's like, he's been absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, he is. He is amazing. He he can put the ball anywhere he wants it. And and I was talking uh, to some people yesterday, and they were saying that, but pregame he was like, "This is unbelievable. This this wind." It says that there's like a 10-mile-an-hour wind, and it's like it's all over the place. Like, I have no idea where the ball's going to go. And neither did Dan Bailey. And then, you know, yeah. so I, I, I think maybe that would make me feel a little bit better about Bailey, just knowing that Chris Jones was kind of the same way. Just just, just in the pregame, they were just trying to figure out what they were doing, and it, they never got a good gauge on it. So It's not an easy place to kick. No. Or it's amazing throw. that you picked him. I mean, when you're looking at thoughts about who would make the Pro Bowl, punt isn't the one well, that you even think of right away. If you want to... We you did wanna, eliminate a lot of players by saying it's got to be your first. It's true, but... If, okay, yeah, yeah, and that's true. If you want to look behind the curtain, I feel like me and Brian probably both were thinking Malik Collins, and I was like, all right, well, you're the you're the offensive defensive line guy anyway. You do that, and then I'll come up with somebody else because it would be boring if we pick the same. Yeah. Guy. But but that's Chris. It's D Law would have been the pick. I I remember saying all summer that I thought Malik would lead the team in sacks, and he's got one I think, and Demarcus is leading the NFL. I never in my wildest dreams I never Malik's I whatever he's got. They took half of it. Remember away from yeah from uh, Lawrence in that first game, but. I said it was it was going to be um, David Irving. That's who I said, even with hey. the four games. Well, for a while, he was on pace yeah. to do that. And he just stopped. But 
I feel bad. Like the special teams guys, like my heart goes out for them because, like, we're—I mean—we're sitting here like, well, maybe Dak will get in because the quarterback goes to the Super Bowl and these other quarterbacks pull out. Like, you can be the eighth best quarterback and still make it. Not if you're a kicker or a punter. They're, no, they get they, in, you make it. They take one from each team and in, or for from each conference. And unless you were, unless that guy goes to the Super Bowl, like I've never heard of a kicker or a punter pulling out. So, like, I mean, Chris Jones has been arguably, you know, one of the two or three best punters in the NFL for for several years now and his it seems like he's never even come close so um and that's the it, like i said like these guys get in on you know reputation and that's not to say that that you're not good but people aren't really analyzing punter stats to see like who's really the right, best you right. know what i mean you know where he ranks in the nfl and in, in average well, probably way down if i had to guess 26th yep but what about like net and net though that's uh he's ninth that's still not as good as I thought it would be. Yeah, but it's just it, it's the ability. I, I, well, I'll say this: inside the twenty, he's leading. He's got twenty nine. Um, that that's second place. So that's and I get that's my point is you know people look at like, well, what's his average? How, how many yards per yeah, punt is he averaging? Right. What's how how much are they ret- like? Watch watch the games and see where he's pinning these teams and see how many punt returns he's given up. I mean, how many? How many guys have returned punts more than like a couple steps against Chris Jones this year? And how many times has he pinned the opposition down? That's on their that's line? that's the the thing right there. The where when you look at return yards, that's where the Cowboys are first in the NFL. I mean, the the guy. So if you look at just leading leading punter ranked first, some guy named Kern from Tennessee. I don't know his first name. He's top on on the list there. Net punting forty five point five, but they've given up two hundred and fifty eight return yards. Remember, Switzer had an 83-yard return on one run. So, Chris Jones, 55 yards return. On the season. On the season. So, if he's... I mean, usually you get one or two breakdown, and you give up a 50-yarder. Let's say he's averaging four a game, and he's played 13 games. So, what's the math on that? Help me out. Well, he's punted the ball 54 times, there and go. there's been 55 yards. Okay, there you go. That's that's, that's the stat right there. That's unbelievable. And I hope that people that do this, you know, and look at the voting can kind of... Think of it that way. He really has been. Amazing. I I hope I hope people are paying attention. He deserves it. And it's like if I had to guess, he probably won't get it because yeah. only one punter gets to go. But he deserves it. Yeah. Another. Go ahead, Amber. No, go ahead. Another, another player that we thought might have been in that list. I remember we talked about guys that might make it. Uh, they're either going to be Jones or or Collins. And Byron Jones's name was mentioned, yeah. especially after training camp. We thought, man, he's going to have a great year and all that. Flying around. Has not happened. Even with the defensive touchdown, I think we've been able to see that he's not. I, I, would, be, I would be relatively surprised if a defender other than D-Law makes the Pro Bowl. I, don't, I mean, maybe. I, even, For like, a while, I thought, man, is Irving going to just play so well that yeah. you, you have to get him on there stat-wise, but... The other, um, I said this in the mailbag today. I think if if he had been healthy for the first month of the season, I think Hitchens, Hitchens, but he certainly. wasn't. So That's one more big punt return out of Switzer, and then you'll find yourself doing that. Oh, well, unfortunately, voting will be closed by the time he yeah. does that. But well, did he even fit on the plane? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, I'm just kidding. oh, oh my whoa, God. whoa, <laughs> whoa. Okay, that's good. <laughs> no, he, he he's good. I mean, he, you get one more punt return like that or kick return. I've seen a lot. I mean, they'll put rookies in there. You remember Johnny Knox? 
Oh, Bears. wait, you mean in the, you mean in the Pro Bowl? Because you don't even have to go back that far because Zeke and Dak did it last year. No, I uh, meant like a return. Return man, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember Johnny Knox. It's a shame that he got hurt. Yeah. All right, well, remember, this is the last week to vote. So if you guys want to vote for your favorite Cowboy to make the Pro Bowl, go ahead and do so. And we're going to be answering some questions from Twitter. Here's the first one. Speaking of Byron Jones just a moment ago, is it time to give Kayvon Frazier the starting job over Byron Jones based on the way he tackles and makes plays? Uh, I'm a little worried about that. I, I still haven't seen a lot of plays where Frazier's in the back end and he's got it all covered. And I mean, yeah, they, 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 you know, they have a few breakdowns back there. Um, at the very least, I like the fact that Byron is athletic enough to yeah, you know, rush to those plays. Yeah. And he, you know, he's not amazing, but I, I think he's better in I, I would say he's better in coverage than Kayvon right now. And that's the thing we talked about. This I think was it. It was Washington where he really balled out, right, Kayvon? Yep. Yeah. It, it's yes, San Francisco too. Let, let's just get through the season. You know, like you got three more of these games. You're scrapping to try to make the playoffs. Like all hands are clearly on deck. I mean, you've got rookies all across your secondary. You're rotating your safeties. Uh, like this, now is not the time for like sweeping changes where all of a sudden Byron Jones isn't playing, you know, like it, your your safety play clearly hasn't been up to snuff for most of the season. Worry about that in the offseason. Like the, I'm not trying to bench people right now. I'm trying like everybody well, that can help needs to help. Right. They now. did rotate um, the, the Washington game, you know, um, mm -hmm. Yeah, two weeks ago they did rotate those, but and they, that's probably about as far as you. Yeah, well, and they did. I talked to Kayvon about that after this Giants game. They apparently they were on the same plan. Like every two series or so, like he got in about the same amount. Didn't flash quite as much, but either way, the, but that's my point. Like rotate them if you want to rotate them. Get your guys in there, but like these these you know people want to see these sweeping changes where Kayvon's out there all the time and Byron's never out there. I don't think that's happening. You know, uh, Kayvon was benched. I mean, at one point this year, like inactive for a game. Yeah. Remember that? I mean, back in oh, week yeah. two or three, and came, I think he came back against San Francisco, maybe, and and had like a really big play. It was like, you know, don't do that again. So, uh, you know, I I don't know if he's ready to take on starting job. I agree with you, Dave. I think he needs to just just do what they're doing, and then we'll get to the off season and figure it out and figure out if maybe Byron Jones, this is the position he needs to be playing. I think you've got about four. I mean, all of your safeties are they're good enough to be out there. They're not good enough to be your starter, and that's just the situation that they're in right now. And get get through the season with what you got and figure it out from there. I don't see anybody in free agency. I, I, I don't see the Cowboys signing any defensive back in free agency. Not. Unless unless they let unless they were to cut Scandrick, which I don't really see that happen. We looked at his contract. It just you're not gonna find a better value out there than what you have with Scandrick. So yeah, I, I don't agree. I don't see that happening. And then with so many young guys with the corners and rookies I mean corners and safeties that are that are rookies this year, I just don't I don't see you would add somebody to the mix like that you might draft someone but not yeah bring somebody all right let's go ahead and take our final break you can call us at 214-872-2102 or hit us on twitter at cowboys break we'll be back 
Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.com slash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Back to the break. All right, we are back on the break. This is our final segment. Uh, here, I mean, guys just like to have freedom at a certain part of their body. And apparently, Tommy John gives you that. You guys tell me about it. Uh, wow, you pretty much did. Doesn't sound like we need to. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? It's that time I was really going to just talk about adjustments. You know, um, we've had to adjust on here without, you know, Derek leading the way. And I think you've done a nice job there. And sometimes you have to adjust on in the game, but you don't really want to adjust down below the waist because it's awkward for everyone. And when once you do it, you can't take it back. So Tommy John just has their own beautifully. Um, I don't want to go that way. Uh, let's just say Tommy John is the best underwear there is. There's no adjustment needed. You can get it on uh, TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. I censored myself. <laughs> you don't want to talk about the quick draw thing today? That was yesterday. Now it was the, the, the quick draw fly. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's just, That's fine. I don't want to. access. I don't want to talk about it either. Just easy wondering. access, freedom, breathe, comfortness. All you need to have down there if you're a man. So, okay. Thank you, Nick. She's not wrong. <laughs> thank you. All right, and then we were talking about Orlando Skandrick, and we all agree that he will probably still be here next year based on his contract and all that. Mm -hmm. So here's another question from Twitter. Do you guys think that he has a chance to lose his starting job to one of these rookies? Wow. Well, he definitely has a chance, you know, but would uh, it happen? That's a good question. It's a really good question. I don't think he – I think if you're going to do that, you should cut him. I, 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 don't, I don't think he'll lose the job. Who's better? I mean, th these guys don't play better than him. Yeah, it'll be it'll be close. Good competition. 
just just go out there and compete. It, he'll probably win if he stays healthy. He'll he'll probably he usually does. Yeah, I mean, he's but but I tell you what what'll help him is questions like that and stories like that. Yeah, seriously. Because he'll hear one thing and then he'll he'll yell at all the media that everyone's saying and everyone's saying that they you know and he he he'll, those chips on his shoulders. That's my, that's what Michael Jordan did. So I, I'm not comparing Orlando Scandrick to Michael Jordan, but like you know, competitors and athletes use stuff like that to motivate them. Yeah, you just hear one thing and you just go with it. I, I don't think he will be replaced, not this year. I don't think those rookies are that good, are good enough to do that. Not at his job, put yeah. it that way. Um, I'll believe he's not out there when I see it. I mean, he's been. Well, I also think there's three three corners on the team. I mean, you you pretty much play three, and, and which three are going to be better? Than it you? was so awesome on Sunday when um, the Cowboys announced their starting lineup, and it was nickel. Like that was their starting lineup. They only had two linebackers, and I was like, "Yeah, good." This I'm talking about PR. I'm like, "Thank you for calling it what it is," and like, we don't need to worry about who's starting at Sam when we know that three corners are going to be out there. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, guys, so I, uh, the Cowboys will be resuming their practice today. Do you guys expect David Irving to practice? Today will be more of a walkthrough. Tomorrow will be the regular practice that you will see, but it'll do some things today. I would imagine... Are you all expecting him to be back this week? Um, yes. I do expect him to be Just back. Just a guess. But I think, I think one thing we have noticed about the concussion... Well, this is his second week too. Yeah, he'll he'll be back. But I I think that when you start to just see what happens on that first day, I think if he's out on Wednesday, I don't I don't think he'll be. I don't think no, he'll come back. I, you're the you're, the first day is big for stuff like that. This like, is his second week though. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. Even I mean, more, even more so for sure. But like with concussions, like I don't, you don't like gradually work your way back. You're either back or you're not you're not good you know what i mean like like I, I brought this up before like zach martin was pulled out of the what was it the chargers game mm. and then but the first day of practice for the redskins he was at least limited he didn't do everything but like he wasn't he he went out to practice you know or you're like, out 12 weeks like rico well there's that too and about this brian we kind of talked about him yesterday but not so much um he didn't have a great beginning of the game but then eventually made some plays do you guys think that now he's about to be on the right track and finally you know get on Uh. that consistency to start being the desk that everyone has been wanting to see i don't know man i it's interesting you go back and watch that game and it's it's evident, especially like down in the red zone, it's obvious that like defenses still respect what he can do, especially one like the Giants that is missing cornerbacks. I mean, he was doubled in the red zone a good portion of the day. Ironically, one of the times they didn't double him, he broke a tackle from Brandon Dixon and took it fifty yards to the house. It was it was good to make see him make a play like that. I just that the the drop the drop really left a bad taste in my mouth just because, and I, I, I'm, you know, I've heard, I know that Dak could have thrown a better ball and maybe it's a touchdown if he does, but that's, that's his specialty is going up and getting the ball in the air like that and snatching it over a DB and have it hit it. I mean, it just went right through his hands. It's just like that. He's, that's his calling card. And it was a bummer to see him miss that play. Where do you think in the NFC? Cause we talked about pro bowl earlier. Where do you, we didn't really mention him at, at all. Not, I mean, uh, he, but where do you think he ranks in receptions in the NFC? If you had to guess. 
12th. 12th? Lower. Low, I would go lower. Among wide receivers. Just wide receivers. How many does he have? He's 61. He's 8th. 8th? That's shocking to me. I mean, it says 10th, but he's got two running backs ahead of him. So, uh, Where does he rank in yards? Yards, though. The other one. And that's what's interesting. Yards, he's 14th, and that's usually flip side. That just goes to show his 11.7 average, that's not an elite player right there. That's I'm sorry. Was, it, at, 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 I mean, that's not an elite number, 11.7. That's got to be the lowest of his entire career. Yeah, I mean, that was what Witten was having for years as 11. Witten's down now to 8.8. But um, A number one receiver should probably be averaging between 14 and 17. Well... Right, let's just let's go to it then. Let's see what the old. You're gonna pull up AB for me. I am NFL receiving leaders. Number one, Antonio Brown. Did you guess that one? Yeah, fifteen point two. There you go. Uh, Julio Jones is fifteen point nine. There you go. Um, fourteen is uh, Hopkins. Fourteen point five is Adam Thielen. Having a hell of a year. Allen, for, forgot his first name for the Chargers. Keenan. Yeah. Jordan Lewis didn't forget. Um, 13.8. Dez is 11.7. I mean, you know, there are guys like Golden Tate, 10.8. Larry Fitzgerald is 10.6. So, I mean, it's around that number. But for Dez, who doesn't get a ton of catches, that's where you, you expect the average to be a little bit bigger. He just hasn't had those chunk plays like he had Sunday in that game. I want to say, so he had 50 he finished with 50 last year, and he missed three games. So, 50 catches? I believe so. 61. So six touchdowns. That's, that's a pretty good number there. I mean, you know, when you it's, when you think about it, Antonio Brown has nine. It's it's okay when Des when Des has a 190 yard game. True. No, I'm just saying from a touchdown standpoint, Julio Jones has three. I mean, touchdowns. Is, oh yeah, is, is good. It's just that he needs he needs to get more of those big plays. That's I I mean that seem basically what you're telling me is the old Clarence Hill adage of I mean statistics can lie to you. Oh yeah, basically I mean if you watch if you've watched all 13 of these games intently, you know you know what the situation is. Yep. I don't believe so. No. I think we lost you. You want to use mine? I was just going to say, oh, okay. the t- stats do lie, huh? Oh, <laughs> here we go. You're really bringing something up from week two? Is that what's happening right now? I'm well, not giving you oh, my mic. Oh, there I am. Oh, damn it. <laughs> say, I'm not giving you my mic. That's back. funny. She's like, hold on, hold on. I want this. I was just going to say, whoa. <laughs> I totally right. forgot what... What was that? First half, second it half, Dak? Dak is better in the first We're past. Half. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We are past that. We're because I think we were both wrong. I don't know. There was a stretch there when he was pretty bad in both halves. Yeah. So, But oh. now he's back to being he's back to being great again. Yeah. And I, I, he was. Just, I mean, that's what I wrote in my, my column. As I said, he was great. He was, he was, no, he he was, was great was. in that game. He just needs some help. I mean, like all quarterbacks do, but he doesn't need a ton. Just give him a little bit of help, and he can he can be great again. Those guys did a lot of the work. But it is it is okay to admit that your second year quarterback needs good players around him yep. to be successful. Like it's all right that he can't just create everything on his own the way 
Aaron Rodgers or Russell. But I watched that play with, with Brian, the the eighty one yard touchdown, and on, I mean he did a really nice job of just of yeah. of seeing. Oh man, the the middle is pretty open, and it's going to be wide open if I can just put Rod Smith over here. And now there's no one there, and he takes the and, ball and he says, "I'm looking over here, but I'm not looking. I'm just giving Rod Smith enough time to get open." And to that point. You know, we can criticize him, and he deserves criticism, but the safety shaded to Des Bryant on that. Like, he had his eyes all over Des on that that's play right. and opened it up for us. That's right. So, I mean, that's, and that's the thing about Des. The, the game, you know, um, two weeks ago against Washington where he had the touchdown, then he had the P.I. in the end zone. Yeah. He, he he dropped the touchdown, but he was absolutely behind the guy. He, he burned him off the line of scrimmage. Then he made another play where he said, get off me, brother, or get off me, big boy, or get off me. Yeah. Yep, you want to say it. You love that. Just say it. You love that. You know, just say it. I was no FCC. Right. I was watching the NFL Network, NFL Chris Rose, whatever his name. Yeah. And and they're watching the highlights, and he makes the catch, and he just yep, and he says, "Get off me!" And I was like, "That's close. It's not G O M B." I want to say he did that to Patrick Robinson six or so years ago against the Saints. That's oh yeah, when he had those two touchdowns and yeah. both like fifty-two yard touchdowns, yeah. Yep. No, he he needs to get back to that, and I think with with all players, it, it can be a confidence, can be up and down. I know you would you think, well, Des never loses confidence. It doesn't look like he does, but you, I, I was watching him on the sideline after that after that drop, and I mean, he he was so upset with himself. I mean, that he that's a Des Bryant play, and uh, so it's good to see him come back and still he still gets that 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 double coverage from the you know from the defense he does and again i back to back these are probably his best two games of the season yeah. so if he can keep that going seahawks are depleted in the secondary i it's oakland oakland fired their defensive coordinator well they have season, no so. awesome oh do they no no i know that was a decade ago can you believe that yeah i don't know i don't know who their corners are um, well, they drafted the kid out of Ohio State, but he's on IR. I they drafted someone from Houston like four or five years ago. That didn't work out. Yeah, I think so. I, that sounds familiar. I, their defense isn't anything. Well, we're going to find all this out tomorrow. You're right. Or actually Thursday when you do the defense stuff. You're right. We're going to get Derek back tomorrow, but then Derek's going to be gone again. So we can't. <gasps> what a. Right. Is he leaving again? Yes. Great. Right? It's football season. <laughs> football players play football during football season, and football analysts analyze Host. football. Hosts. Whatever. <laughs> all right, guys. We talked about free agency and all that. Do you guys feel that, or do you guys expect the Cowboys to be a little more active during this upcoming free agency? I think oh, they do exactly what you've been doing. Every you just let year. those players come just to you. Start mail. Start emailing me your angry emails now, so we can get it out of the way. <laughs> I mean, don't. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence. They'll find something to do with him. David Irving. In that regard, yeah. I mean, Demarcus Their own guys. David Irving, Zach Martin. Uh, maybe bring back. I mean, I think Anthony Hitchens is going to wind up out of their price range. But maybe who? Are some, I mean, you know, Bryce Butler. And, do anything for you is that moving anybody's needle um that type of stuff but for the fourth year in a row i'm not expecting them to be making splash signings i don't think they have the cap space to do that on top of the work they have to do with their own players and i don't think they want to but they need to do better i mean like i understand that that the priority wasn't high and they they didn't spend a ton of money but there's no way that they thought demontre moore stephen paya and nolan carroll and then there's a fourth guy, I miss Byron Bell. Those four guys would not be playing for you. Sure. Three of them off the team. One of them doesn't play. Yeah. I mean, they 
they could they could be better, especially when when you when this is a team where injuries and suspensions have hurt the depth and they didn't have it. That those type of pickups, I mean, they could have used a cornerback, a veteran cornerback, to be better than Nolan Carroll. Absolutely. So they 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 they, they don't put a lot of resources in, but the last two years. They have not done well. They've, Cedric Thornton is not on this team. Those three guys I just mentioned aren't on this team. They they need to step that up a little bit. I mean, I'm interested though. Like we're kind of running out of time, but it's interesting to think like you know you go into it. They they didn't do enough. Nolan Carroll didn't really factor this season. But by the time this season's over, won't you feel? You're not going to feel good about your play in the aspect of playmaking, but like top to bottom. You feel all right about your depth in the secondary, don't you? I mean, going into 2018, yeah. you'll have all your rookies who will have a year of experience. Anthony Brown hasn't had a great year, but he's got another year. You expect Orlando Skandrick to be around. Whatever you feel about them, all of your safeties will still be there. And so, you know, to have that depth chart and then maybe add a draft pick on top of it. I think secondary is, is fine. That Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Uh, linebacker situation is a little bit of a different story. I'd like to see... Uh, I'd like to see them maybe add a defensive tackle somehow, which, I mean, they tried that. What didn't kind? I mean, a no, I would say a nose. Big sloppy guy. Big, big trash can full big of dirt. Fatty. A big trash can full of dirt, which they tried that with Cedric Thornton, and again, it Oh, didn't he's too athletic. I want... You some, want a bigger, yes, fatter guy. I want someone that said, you know, he ran a 5'8", 40. And it's not bad for being 340 pounds. Okay. That's what I want. That's the you kind want, of guy you want. You want Vince Wilfork and, yes. and a, a track star turned football player to play wide receiver. Yeah. Hey, Nike, this is Mike McCord. We're going to need a 6X here for this for this new guy we drafted. Thank you. But it's the equipment manager. Head equipment manager. Head equipment manager. Um, get it right. Huh? I said get it right. Well, I thought when you say <laughs> equipment manager. Then he's but I, I guess my assistant. point is. He's the equipment manager. Trying to think trying to think of places where you could realistically add talent and do a better job of it you mean in free agency in free, yeah no specific like in free agency because that's where you got to start before you get to the draft probably offensive line maybe i don't think that's a bad idea maybe like a better tackle well, but they hey, tried i mean it's not like they didn't try they went byron bell they didn't I, try. we forgot i mean talk about signing your own jonathan cooper's a guy they probably need to talk to or fig- figure out how they feel about that what about running back yeah, mm. you like the draft. Well, yeah. well Rod's Rod's Rod Smith here. didn't impress you enough. Jeez. Rod's under contract for another year, Thank, and I'm Thank a, Rod. I'm bring on bring on the draft. Give me a third or fourth round pick. Add that in there with Zeke. And you Rod. guys were saying the other day that this was a deep class already. For I mean, backs. I'm not up to snuff like Brian and Dane are, but that's what you would want to draft another one. Absolutely, yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, this is because he, look at. Look what uh, you watched the game. Kenyon Drake, they found him in the fifth or sixth round. What does he have? What do you mean? Like, what's what skill set would he? He's have? A, he's a baller. He's a he's like Kamara. He he runs and and is a receiver. He That's does every he does everything. He's yeah. the guy in the in the NFC. I mean NFC in the uh, national championship. Yes, they just took the kickoff yep. and said, uh, "I'm just going to come over here and yep. I'm just going to go over there and I'm just going to go 100 yards and win the game." That's him. Theoretically, win the game. Yeah, they did it right. Um, Tomorrow, let's go back. I want that list. I know we're out of time, but that list that we, you named three or four players about. Wow, well, they're you know this has been kind of a crappy season because these three guys are out. You went back and tweeted it out, and you did a whole list of players 
Oh, injured players? Great players that yeah. are not playing for their teams. Unbelievable. Let's look at that list, and let's kind of see, like, what their team did because of it. I mean, I know that there are some guys that are key players. Some are the marquee players of the team. But yeah. it looks like just by what you had, when you lose your top player, things don't go well for you. Not great. So, not great, Bob. All right, guys, this is all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. For Nick Eman, Dave Hellman, and Member Garcia, this has been The Break on CallasCowboys.com. Say it. Radio. Radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?